the editor-in-chief of the Cornell Review, a correspondent for Campus Reform, a young scholar at Cornell University. He hosted a talk show that broadcast to 20 million people. He's a best-selling author, and he's just getting started. The one, the only, Joe Silverstein. All right, everyone, welcome to this episode of the Joe Silverstein podcast. And today I'm not going to talk to you about some of the more ridiculous things that have been in the media. I'm not going to talk to you about Governor Cuomo's uh, family gatherings or his spaghetti and meatballs. I'm not going to talk about his mother or his father or his dumb interview with his brother, Chris Cuomo. I'm not going to talk about Trump's latest tweets or about the niece that went and published a book complaining because her life didn't turn out the way she wanted it to. I'm not going to talk about Trump's SAT scores or Hillary's emails or the Russia probe or Roger Stone or any of the things the mainstream media wants us to focus on. No, instead today I'm going to talk about what's actually important and what's going on in this country. And that is a revolution in the streets. That is civil unrest at levels we haven't seen in American history since the Civil War. Today I'm going to talk about the insurrection that's been occurring on the streets. Portland has been burning for days, for 50 days I should say, for weeks, for over a month. Portland has been burning. And the mainstream media hasn't covered it, they hadn't said anything about it. And they're doing a great disservice. And now all of a sudden they're reporting and they care because the Department of Homeland Security has sent in troops to clean up the streets and to get a hold of things. There's plenty of videos that have been posted by Andy NGO, a great independent reporter online, and many other people of exposing what's going on, of people getting beaten up, people getting murdered and shot and raped, and businesses are getting held up for money like this is the mafia, like this is... A foreign country like this isn't the United States of America, but like this is some country somewhere in the third world where people get held up for money if they don't give the bands of militia the resources that they demand. This is what's happening in America. And what do we have? We have the Trump campaign. We have advisors telling them the wrong things clearly. Clearly, the poll numbers aren't where they need to be. We have the Trump campaign running ads saying we need law and order and putting Joe Biden in the background with footage of what's happening during this presidency, during the Trump presidency. Now, we know it's not the president's fault. We know that it's the fault of the liberal mayors and the Democratic mayors, and I shouldn't even say liberal. It's the fault of the progressive mayors. We understand this. But a time comes where the cities need to be secured and you can't let American cities burn as the complicit mayors like de Blasio cheer them on when the crime rate and the shootings rate surges 400% and when his fool of a daughter is out there in the streets throwing things at the police officers and getting arrested for it. We can't encourage and enable this when people are taking metal sticks and hitting the police officers in the head with them and bloodying them up. Or what's been going on in Portland where they have the police barricaded into the precinct and they're throwing 
firebombs at them and they're assaulting them and they're surrounding them and they're attacking them if they try to leave the precinct. People don't even know what's going on in Portland. Oh, no. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Instead, you're hearing about Trump's niece and the book that she wrote about her grievances. He's probably not putting her... Uh, let's just say she's probably not getting any money and she's probably a little bit upset about that. So, you know, that's one of those things. What do you want me to tell you? You want me to come on here and talk about Mark Levin or Rush Limbaugh or Michael Savage? You want me to come up here and talk about CNN being biased or Jake Tapper's last tweet? Listen, I could sing the song all day, but let's talk about what's really happening in this country. Let's talk about the fact that there's an insurrection in the streets in places like Portland. And instead of supporting law enforcement and discouraging the violence, you have members of Congress encouraging the violence and discouraging law enforcement. Nancy Pelosi, for example, the Speaker of the, of the House who haunts the Congress for God knows how long, however many years, she tweeted, quote, Unidentified stormtroopers, period. Unmarked cars, period. Kidnapping protesters and causing severe injuries in response to graffiti, period. Well, let me just stop right there, Speaker Pelosi. Let me just, let me just stop right there. This isn't in response to graffiti. Why don't you go and tell that to the one-year-old, to the 24-year-old, and to the dozens of others who have been shot up and murdered in the hundreds of others in the streets of America over the last few weeks with crime at historic rates. Why don't you say about a response to graffiti, why don't you go and say that about David Dorn, a former police officer, an African American who was shot and killed by these low lives in the street? Pelosi continues in her tweet, these are not the actions of a democratic republic. At DHSGov's actions in Portland undermine its mission. Trump and his stormtroopers must be stopped. What does this person want? Does she want to fuel a revolution? Does she want to fuel continued revolt in the streets, which is what these people are calling it? I don't need some person on CNN to tell me or some person on Fox News to tell me by the way, we'll talk about Fox News in a minute, since this is a rant, and since this is what you people wanted, we'll talk about Fox News. We'll talk. Not everything has to be an interview. Not everything has to be a long-form discussion. You know, I did a monologue. It was one of the highest-rated shows in New York City. It was the most popular show on AM 970. It was called The Joe Silverstein Show. And our numbers now are beating the numbers we had then in terms of the podcast download. So that's actually very impressive, and it's a testament to how great the audience is. And I would say, in some aspects of perhaps how great and intelligent I have been in some of my statements. She says, Trump and his stormtroopers must be stopped. His stormtroopers. A total disrespect to the men and women in law enforcement. A total disrespect to everyone. Trump and his stormtroopers. The audacity. And now she says, First Amendment speech, this is now Speaker Pelosi. We're going to get through this quickly because, of course, it's a very boring tweet for most of you because we all understand how fake it is. First Amendment speech should never be met with one-sided violence from federal agents acting like Trump's secret police, especially when unidentified. 
This is disgraceful behavior, and we would not expect from a and we would expect it from a banana republic, not the government of the United States. No, you know what we expect from the government of the United States, Speaker Pelosi. We expect security. Number one, first and foremost, we expect security. The role of a government is not to the primary role is not to provide services, is not to set up. Uh, mental health lines like here in New York City that they spent so much money on it and no one knows where the money went thanks to de Blasio's wife. It's not to paint Black Lives Matter, a communist organization, in the streets of D.C., in the streets of New York City. No, the purpose of the federal government and the United States government is to maintain order, to protect citizens, and yes, to protect property. Now, I know... I know that many of the people in Congress, including AOC, who perhaps we'll get to in this episode or perhaps we'll get to in another, and I know that many of the people in the media, such as your Wolf Blitzers and your Jake Tappers and your uh, Don Lemons, I know that many of you lack a basic education and a basic knowledge of history and a basic understanding of American principles and American values. But let me explain something to you. Go take a look at John Locke. Go take a look at Enlightenment theory and go take a look at what's supposed to be the relationship between a government and the people it governs. We cede some of our freedoms and some of our liberties as a people to the government. We cede resources to the government in tax money and other things. And we do this so that the government maintains a society guarantees protection within a society and law and order. And the government's not doing that. The government hasn't been doing that. The local governments, it's been ridiculous. You have people who are complicit. Look at these district attorneys. Half them should be disbarred, good for nothing. Look at these district attorneys prosecuting the police. Why do you think crime is surging in New York City? Instead of prosecuting the hoodlums in the streets and the hooligans in the streets... They're, pro they're prosecuting the police, okay? In St. Louis, you have a couple. These people, they break into private property. They break down a fence. They break down a gate. It's disgusting. These people aren't peaceful. They broke down a gated community. They violently broke down a big, strong metal gate. They're going all over the people's property. The night before, just down the road from this place, the whole city was burnt down and lit on fire. Half the businesses that got burnt, by the way, were African-American owned. So I guess to BLM, they only think black lives matter if they're taken by a police officer. They don't think black lives matter. They don't think black businesses matter. This isn't about race, uh, racial justice or equality. Let's make no mistakes. Let's make no qualms. This is about Marxism. And I don't need Mitt Romney the failed presidential candidate, the loser, to go on and march with Black Lives Matter in D.C. and take his little, little video for Twitter to tell me his opinion on it. Let me explain something. I'll say it again. This is a communist organization. They say it on their website. They want to abolish the police. They want to abolish our borders. They want to abolish the nuclear family. They want all types of wealth redistribution. What do you think all the rich people are going to do? You think they're going to stay here? 
You think all the billionaires that have worked their whole lives to create their fortunes, that they're working 90-hour weeks, 80-hour weeks, they work practically more than there is hours in the day? You think they're going to stay here and let the government take 70% of their taxes? I don't think so. But no, none of the Republicans call out these people. Instead, you have fools that go on the Tucker Carlson show, which has done a great job, by the way, Tucker Carlson. It's been a great show lately. And um, you have fools that go on there and say, oh, well, we should take away qualified immunity for the police. Oh, yeah. The police like it, they say. the police. I spoke to the police. I don't know the congressman's name or the senator's name that was on the show because, honestly, he's so irrelevant. He's passed no major legislation. He hasn't improved the quality of life of the American people one bit. So I'm a very knowledgeable person, and I'm a very intelligent person. I don't have to justify my credentials. If you don't like it, tune out of the show. What could I tell you? But that being said, this person isn't a knowledgeable person. This person is a stupid person. And this person, who has total immunity in the Congress, by the way, granted to him by the Constitution, he could lie on the floor of the Congress. He could mislead the American people. He could do a lot of things in his official capacity with no consequences whatsoever because he has total immunity. He wants to take away qualified immunity which is not total immunity from the police. And this man is a Republican. He's a, he's a Republican senator. He's a Republican representative. Where are the Republicans? I'm not going to even get into what it's like in the Ivy League and the ridiculousness we have to deal with. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't mention that. I wouldn't mention how half the college Republicans uh, haven't been strong enough, let's say, on this issue. And I wouldn't mention how the professors are getting practically expelled from the university by this incompetent administration that runs it, that's, that's denouncing professors for their political opinions. I'm not going to talk about how Cornell took $10,000 of mandatory student fees and donated it to radical organizations like the Black Lives Matter chapter of New York, whose leader was on Fox News and said, if we don't get what we want, we're going to burn down the whole system. No, why should I talk about that? Instead, I'll sit here and talk about uh, coffee hour with Governor Cuomo. And speaking of coffee hour, I mean, what, what the hell has Fox News turned into lately? What has happened to Fox News? And I don't mean in terms of uh, bias towards conservatives and helping out the conservative cause. Listen, in theory, all the media should be fair. All the media should call it down the middle, etc., etc. We all understand that. Now, in practice, that's not what happens. In practice, it's a business, and they have to all appeal to an audience. So, of course, you have CNN, which used to lean lean left, and now it's all the way left. It's probably worse than MSNBC. And then you had Fox, which historically has been center-right a little bit. I mean, let's be fair. And I'm not talking only about the nighttime commentators, the Sean Hannity's, the Bill O'Reilly's, the Tucker's, the Laura Ingram's. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about during the daytime as well with the coverage. But now, I mean, it's ridiculous. There was a woman on Fox News that was hosting the show, and she had the New York City comptroller. And she was talking to him about defunding the police. And he's an elected representative from New York City, and he's advocating for defunding the police. So she's sitting there and interviewing him, and I'm watching. And she says, oh, well, no, not you personally. Not you personally when she's asking the question. Like, we're trying to make friends here. Like, this is social hour at Fox News. Like, it's coffee hour with Governor Cuomo. Oh, well, not you personally. Well, what if, if it's not him personally, who is it? What is it, the Phantom? 
It's the hologram in the basement that's the Democratic nominee for President of the United States that's partnering with uh, Comrade Bernie Sanders and Ilhan Omar, who says that the police are rotten, who says about 9-11 that some people uh, did something. I think it's a little worse than some people did something. Who says she laughs about Al-Qaeda. And she says, oh, hee-hee, it's funny. Because when you... And this isn't me saying this. I'll link the video to the show. There's videos of this. What are we? We're not allowed to say this? Are we supposed to sit here and play pretend in this new Orwellian world that we're supposed to exist in? She's sitting there speaking to her friend, whoever it is, and she says to him, oh, well, hee-hee-hee, we don't look at the United States Army. We don't get nervous when we say the United States Army. We don't say it seriously, but when we say Al-Qaeda, we say it with such, such seriousness. Now, I'm not... I don't have to imply anything. I don't have to go any further. All I'm going to say is that when you have somebody who's comparing the U.S. Army and the British military to Al-Qaeda and they can't see the difference, I don't think that person belongs in Congress. I don't think that that person belongs in Congress one bit. So what do you want me to do? You want me to come up here and read journal articles and be professional and cite the Wall Street Journal and cite the New York Times and cite the National Review? I don't think so. I do it all the time. I do it usually. But you know what? One thing that a lot of the people in the universities don't understand that I understand, yeah, a lot of the times you need a nuanced message. You need a message that is well thought out and articulated. And I never go from bullet points, but articulated. But sometimes you just need a straightforward, straight shooter. And you know what? That's what you're getting on this episode. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat for you what's going on. As Nancy Pelosi eggs on a revolution when she's sitting there with her $60,000 freezer. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And to close, and not to spew the talking points, because I'm not thrilled with anybody in politics. I think the last six months has been an embarrassment on many levels. But what do you do? You make the best of a bad situation. And I have no respect and no appreciation for Republican leaders at every level. Local, state, city, national, college leaders, what have you. I have no respect for anyone, like the University of South Carolina, the president of the college Republicans there who thought he was doing something cute, who went on and said, oh, well, I've been a Republican for X amount of years. The kid's 20 years old. I've been a Republican for X amount of years, and I just can't support uh, Trump. I think he's morally reprehensible, morally reprehensible. You know, they sit there, they've accomplished nothing. They've never done anything of value and they're going to sit here and criticize a man who's president of the United States. Okay, good luck with that. Well, I have no respect for that kind of a person who's going to do this in these times because you know what? Put Get off your, your high horse. Put your own ego aside. For all the Anthony Scaramucci's who, by the way, a snake. I don't have to go any further. I had him on the Joe Silverstein podcast. A snake. Let's be honest about who this man is. He loved Trump for three years. He loved Trump. Then all of a sudden, he does a total 180. I'm talking about the Lincoln Project, which is run by just bums. Bums like George Conway. The Lincoln Project. I have no respect whatsoever 
for elected officials and leaders within the party who are going to sit here and go against this president at this time. When like him or hate him, love him or hate him, he is the only thing standing between us and not socialism, but Marxism. Straight up Marxism. You take a look at that unity plan. You take a look at the things that AOC has been advocating for. And you think you're voting for Joe Biden for president. You're not voting for Joe Biden for president. You're voting for whoever the radical vice president is going to be. Because that man doesn't know anything. And I'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Silverstein Podcast. Visit www.joesilverstein.com and follow Joe on Twitter at SilversteinUSA. Visit www.thecornellreview.org to keep up with breaking news, our latest articles, and more. Like The Cornell Review on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. God bless America.